Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Corner, episode 15, where we have me, Max, Roy, and a Palace fan, Matt. So, we witnessed Liverpool being 3-0 up to draw 3-3. I should say lose 3-3, to be honest. Feels like a loss. <laughs> oh my god. Pessimistic Max, as always. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the game? Well, you know, I think at 3-0 you should be winning that game. Like, there's no real excuse. I mean, you just said there that it felt like it was a 3-3 loss and actually your manager in, in his press conference and said he, that, you know, you win and lose as a team and, and that you lost as a team. I don't know whether that was deliberate or whether whether he, he just felt like it was a loss. Um, but I thought that, you know, you could have scored maybe four or five even in... in in the first like hour or so, um, but then you know you committed too many too many men forward um, perhaps, and and you got done on the break. But but to be honest, like I don't think there's any any shame in in you know drawing with Palace. Um, you know, Pulis sets his team up to to counter attack, and and that's precisely what he did at, at at the end, and he really went for it at the end, and and your defending just showed up as as not being good enough. Um, I think that's been your problem all season, really. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that you know. I'm ashamed that we lost. It's just how we lost. Well, yeah, drew, of course. Let's say how we drew. You know. No, I mean yeah. Palace. I mean they beat Chelsea. I mean they're a really good side, and big teams really struggle against them, which is shown throughout the season. Yeah, definitely. I think that you know, Pulis gets the the players up for all the occasions. I don't think necessarily it's anything to do with the quality of the side that they're playing against it's just the tactics he sets up for for each game in, individually and he knew what your weaknesses were and you know you, uh, obviously you know freeing up you should be winning that game and and you attacked well and and you looked threatening but um at the end of the day you know two very good goals from Dwight Gale um you know he's a fantastic finisher um, mm. Perhaps his all-round play has been the reason he hasn't necessarily played in this Pulis side. Um, but you know, you saw how good his finishing was last night, um, and you know, I just think that you can't really take anything away from that. Um, and of course, that that chest down from Glenn Murray was absolutely fantastic. And you know, of course, it was partly the fact that like, you could have defended better, but there were three very good goals there. Glenn Johnson could have closed down Delaney, but then at the same time, you know, Delaney struck that nicely. Um, and it's taken a deflection, so it's a bit unlucky in a way, you know. Yeah, I mean, I felt for the third goal, Skirtle had to do it much better. He basically just let him leave, really, you know. Yeah, I think the thing with that is, is Gale nipped in with his with his pace and his awareness and, and he found some space and perhaps your, your centre-back should have been more aware of what was around them and who was around them and and close down that space and not let him get to that chest from from Murray. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he yeah, he he basically let let him forward, and with Gale's pace, you know, yeah, it was, it was obvious what was going to happen next, really. Um, I, before we get into the game, I just want to quickly ask you one question. Yeah. Who would your manager of this season be? Pulis. I mean, you know, Rogers has definitely done a fantastic job at Liverpool, and I completely understand why he was the favourite. Um, and if you had won the title, then yeah, probably, yeah, he would have deserved it. But sorry, you haven't lost the title, but you know it's unlikely. Um, 
if if you do end up winning the title by some bizarre circumstance, um, and Man City do drop points and and you win your games, then yeah, I, I think perhaps he should be manager of the year. Um, he's a good good young manager. You know, he, he's very. I think he's got quite a personal touch with the players. Um, you know, ever since he was a coach at Chelsea, he's been highly regarded. Um, but then you come on to Pulis and you look where Palace were when he took over. One win, uh, three point. Uh, I can't remember how many points, but it was only one victory. Um, and you look at what a great job he's done, and and it's just amazing. Like a team like Palace with such little investment, you know, our, our squad in total has cost about twenty million. Uh, whereas, like you know, a team like Man City, you're looking at a couple of hundred million. <clears throat> um, and he's just instilled a real belief into the side and a real confidence. And I think that that's been the key to our success. And not many managers can do that. I mean, you look at Fulham, you know, they've sat two managers and, you know, they've still gone down. You know, West Brom, you know, they've stayed up, but only just. Um, and, and they got rid of their manager. But you look at where Palace were and where they are now. And I don't think you can really look past Pulis for manager of the year. Yeah, it's it's amazing how, uh, the job he's done for them. I mean, you see the players. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. Yeah. But you see clubs, you know, mid table wise, you know, they I mean, they do have better. Um, yeah, I think players. I think every Palace fan would would accept that. You know, we haven't got the greatest quality players, but at the end of the day, it's not necessarily about all about the talent of the players. It's about the attitude and the application. Um, and I think that we've got such a good team spirit and that's something that we we had throughout I, I suppose since since uh, Dougie Friedman was in charge um, at the start of our promotion season um, and then Holloway carried it on and, and it was that, that core of players that got us promoted and and, and you look at like the, the likes of Spironi, Delaney um, Jed Nack, of course and, and KG in the middle you've got a few leaders on the pitch and I think mm. in a way Liverpool were lacking that leadership I mean you know Steven Gerrard's a great captain but I felt like maybe he let the team down in, in terms of the way he captained the side last uh, last night and and Rodgers I think had a had a, a part to play in that because you know as a manager you bring on a couple of attacking players towards the end well, I think it was three two at that point, or three one. Um, you know, you don't you don't go and try try and get more goals at that point when when you need a victory to to stay in the title race. You you bring on a defender, but he obviously brought on Moses and Coutinho, and you know it it almost worked. You know, Moses scuffed it at the end. God. Um, but at the <laughs> end of the day, I think Palace have got some good players, but it it's the community spirit and and the whole spirit of the players that has got them to where they are i'd rather have Aga and skirtle starting to be honest yeah I the think... thing about rogers is that he won't bench players who are playing well and sako hasn't done anything that's too bad per se so based on track record right rogers just won't bench the players doing well you can see that in lucas you can see that in henderson at first which paid off and you can see it now with sako so, but I it was don't feel Sacco has been doing, you know, mag, mag, like has put in some magnificent performances for us. Oh, I, I feel I, he's I, been I'm average, really. Yeah, 
I mean, don't um, get me wrong. I do rate Asako. And mm-hmm. I do think, potential-wise, he is our best. Well, you, bar maybe Illery, he is our best centre-back. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't really showed it that much, really. Yeah, yesterday you could see the just the lack of experience and composure when it matters the most. I thought in the first half, the left side of our defence was very, very troubled. And unfortunately, all the goals came from the right side. So, yeah, I guess 50-50. I mean, like you said, like composure is really important, especially mm-hmm. how we play. Sometimes we do start from the back. Sacco isn't really good for that. Yep. In my he doesn't. He doesn't bring the ball up like Agger does, and he doesn't make the key decisions between passes. You could see majority of the time he just brings it up one or two paces and then pass it back to either Skirtle or Gerard, whoever that's beside him. And in Agger, you don't see that or at at most of the times, you know. Yeah. Just that that gap in experience is where it really cut us off mm. between Agger and Sako. So yeah. Yeah. And regarding Palace, I think um, if you look at players individually, they aren't the best in the world. But if you sum them up together with what Pulis has done, the way he structures them and all, the sum of parts is better than the individual skills. You get what I mean? Yeah. A city loss and it's back in our hands. But, you know, can West Ham and Villa really produce something? I don't know. I think... There's more chance of, of an upset at, at West Ham than there is at Villa. I feel like Villa are, are a team that sort of are probably sort of at, at the end of the season, you know, they're on their holidays and stuff. They're safe now and, you know, haven't really got anything to play for. I mean, I know Palace didn't have really much to play for, but I felt like there was a lot of pride at stake and it was the last home game of what's been a momentous season for Palace, whereas... You know, Filler haven't had a great season. Um, you know, their fans have got on on the back of the manager and stuff. Um, you know, maybe the manager's got something to prove. But you know, West Ham are, are a different different side. You know, they they're a bit like Palace. They try and contain and hit on the counter. Um, so you know, there's more chance of it happening at, at West Ham. But personally, I think your title chances have gone. But you, you never know in football. You know, you, you wouldn't have expected a a three nil. Uh, lead to come back and, and be free all so so I think you just got to wait and see and you know it's not over until it, it's over yeah this will go down to last day but I know unless Andy Carroll can score a last minute winner for us I don't know I mean <laughs> I, I suppose with with their aerial threat I do think it could actually hurt City when you you know go 3-0 up you can't afford to just throw it away like that but I suppose that's football isn't it the funny thing is that Rod, the substitutions Rogers made I couldn't really agree with you take out Sperling who is one of our hardest workers and you bring in Moses yeah I was really confused about that to be honest I would have put on uh, I would have took Lucas off and put what's his name Coutinho on and maybe that switched was... to a diamond formation you know with Sterling on the tip because mm-hmm. I don't like we we did need goals, and I think Rogers could see that we could have scored more goals, but putting Moses on, pff, I don't agree with that at all. I, I really I, think. Sorry, I didn't really notice Sterling that much in the game. I didn't think he had much of an impact on the game. Um, I think he's perhaps 
better deployed as as a, a bit of an inside forward, perhaps. You know, you're sort of a winger inside forward. Um, you know, Suarez obviously. You know, Suarez made a big impact on the game. Um, but Sterling, I didn't think it got really got into it. I mean, you know, that, there was a pass in in the first half where he just split open the defence from from halfway and put Suarez through. Um, which ended up in, in a shot from Suarez at the near post that was saved. Um, but other than that, I can't really remember anything that he he really did, particularly that stood out and, and was of note. I mean, there were a few attacks in the second half that he, he contributed to, but overall I thought he was pretty pretty quiet, um, especially given like how he's played in the past and you know how exciting he can be. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in in the sense of, you know, obviously I, I'm not a Liverpool fan and and you, um, but you know when when you see players like that play it so well in in games, you know, they're obviously you know you respect talent like that, but sadly for like I think for you guys, I think he was he wasn't perhaps at the top of his game. I mean, I'm not trying to make make an excuse for him or, or anything here, but apparently he was ill and he took some what. Right, antibiotics. Wasn't that Suarez? Game. Yeah, Suarez. Yeah, sorry, I was talking about Sterling. Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> nice oh, one, no. mate. Right. <laughs> okay. Already messed up here. <laughs> oh, right. Still no, disappointed okay. from the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm still... Oh, seriously, go, going to school does not help. When nobody likes football, but for some reason everyone knows about the result and keeps telling me. <laughs> yeah, cheers, guys. Uh, oh... <laughs> But uh, yeah, Speroni had a really good game actually. I'll yeah, Speroni's been an absolute you know, rock in, in Palace's season. Um, that save from from Sturridge, I think it was, where he tips it onto the post, you know, sort of oh, typifies Speroni. Um, you know, quite how he's not going to Brazil as Argentina's number one is is beyond me. When Sergio Romero and and the second choice goalkeeper are aren't even playing in in their first team in the first team of their clubs and and Jules has been absolutely superb for Palace um you know he's been at Palace for for 10 years now and you know he's out of contract at the end of the season and and you saw what it meant to him at the end you know he was, he was almost in tears and you know he was pretty pretty emotional at the end and you know, obviously he wants to stay at Palace but you know you just don't know um but he's been absolutely brilliant and some of the saves he's made this season have been world class and yeah, he showed it against Chelsea when he saved from Azar um, and also from Oscar. You know, so, you know, but Suarez should have put it away when, when he put Sproni put it onto the post. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, I was... But... Oh, God. Anyways, um, yeah, I I feel he or Marshall should have, to be honest, been in the uh, team team of the season. I don't know. It, it was Czech in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh I think Czech got in partly due to reputation. Yeah. Um, yeah, Czech's a good goalkeeper. Don't get me wrong; like he's an absolutely brilliant goalkeeper. But, but he I think been he's on the decline a bit, um, and I think that he hasn't had the best season. Um, and yeah, like you say, Marshall's been brilliant for Cardiff, um, and and Sperani's been great for us. So, but yeah, I think there's reputation that that plays a part in it. So, do you think City will win now? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think no, they're too strong. Um, you know, they're the best side I've I've seen at Celeste in a long, long time. They they had everything. You know, with you, you know, it was a different game 
completely different different style. Um, you've got it all up front, but defensively as a unit, you're not strong enough and you're not solid enough. Whereas City are, they're very compact and and they know exactly where they want to be and where they need to be. Um, and obviously having players like Yaya Torre, um, who are good both attacking and in defence, helps. Um, I just think that you you had your chance and and you blew it. Um, and and City have got their chance now, and I, I really can't see them, you know, messing this up. Performances wise, would you say City do deserve it or? Um, yeah, you know, that's a tough question. I think, I think so. Um, I think yeah, Liverpool have have been brilliant this season, and and you know, I think it's a difficult difficult thing to to look at, but I think City overall have been been the more consistent. Um, I mean, I know you know you went on. I think it was an eleven-game winning run, um, but that that's not taking you to actually win the league. You know, like it's taking you to the top, but you still haven't overhauled City, even with that run. Um, and I just think that that City have City have done better overall, only only slightly. I mean, it's been a fantastic season in the Premier League at both ends, um, and I think it's been. Brilliant, and I think that you know it, it deserves to be tight because there isn't much in it between between Man City and, and between Liverpool. But I think City are just going to nick it. Shame. <laughs> um, one question for you: um, What do you think about Johnson? Well, you know, before the game, I I wasn't really a, a fan of his. Um, you know, I wasn't particularly keen on him being in in the England side. Um, but you know, you look at how he played, and I thought it was pretty solid. Um, you know, he's always been regarded as very good going forward, but perhaps a little suspect defensively. But you know, I thought he was he was generally good defensively. But as I said earlier, you know, Delaney um, he should have closed Delaney down for, uh, a lot quicker for for that that first goal. Um, and you know, I think it's that's an important part of being a defender is to know when to close a player down and when to stand off and he got that one wrong maybe it was just a one-off mistake but you know overall I thought he was he played well um and you know you can kind of see why he is chosen as as the right back for England yeah I mean I felt going forward he was he he, he actually done a lot better than he usually does this season yeah but I felt him his tracking back was quite poor I mean I, I don't think he, he tracked back well, well enough, to be honest. And and that's sometimes what started, you know, the Palace counter-attack. Yeah, I think you're right there. I think you know, he got he got caught out. You know, I think a lot of players can get caught out going, going forward too much. Like, I think, but maybe that's partly because of the tactics that you were playing. Perhaps he was, that was a tactical thing from Rodgers, you know, sort of saying, look, get up as much as you can, get attacking as much as you can, get some goals and... You know, maybe not worry so much about being in defence and, and defending as well. Um, but at the end of the day, players have got individual responsibility as well. Um, and tracking back can be a lazy thing. It can be, you know, a fitness thing. Um, but I think you're right about how he, he didn't track back properly all the time. Um, but there were some... I think, you know, it, it, it's important to see that he did do generally did do quite well but there were mistakes in his game um it wasn't you know it wasn't his best game but 
at the same time, it, it was quite a an interesting performance to analyse, you know. Cheers okay. for coming on. Um, right. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, well done on the result. <laughs> Cheers. Good luck for the season, or what's left of it. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, you too. Cheers, take care, Cheers. bye. Mate, in school today, <laughs> literally everyone, even if they don't watch football, knew about the score. Hey, Max, what was the score? Fuck off. Please. I was just... You do not believe how annoying it is. It was literally 11am for me, and I already used the your seventh, don't even talk to me line, like five (laughs) times. Oh my god. It was only 11am. 11. Mm. I had it at 9, no, 8.30. No, 8.15. Nice. So now we're going to be talking about the Newcastle game. Uh, <laughs> I, Another I, should I'm, win, I guess. Oh, dear. if we don't win, I'm just going to, I don't know, kill Moses. Well, I'll probably do that anyway. But. <laughs> well, the good thing is, if we get a draw, we'll finish above Chelsea. At the very least. Yeah. Yeah, no, no one likes Chelsea. Right, <laughs> boys. Sorry. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I think we should right now more concentrate on the uh, Man City's games. Oh yeah, they have two more games and yeah, they're gonna slip up somewhere. I think. I hope. I okay. Look, deep down, it's really annoying because I don't want to think it, but I really do think we're still gonna win the league, and I don't like that because it keeps getting my hopes up. <laughs> but. I'm sorry. But you um, secretly won it. Yeah. Man City play Aston Villa. Um, mm-hmm. I think Aston Villa beat Man City last time, didn't they? Early on this season. Didn't Weiman uh, score like quite a late goal, I think? I think it was 2-1. Was it? I think it was 3-2. But anyway, I'm, I'm pretty sure Villa, Villa won. Um, yep, it was 3-2. Yeah, 3-2. Um, mm-hmm. And it just showed... Shows, you know, um, Villa can pull off a result. To be fair, it was away. Um, however, Aston Villa have been poor at at home. And yeah, away, they've been better away. They haven't right. been that bad. I mean, if it was just on away, they would be 11th. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is not bad at all. So I suppose, you know, that's the slightest hope. But like I said, I, I wouldn't get my hopes up. You know, if they do get a result, the bad thing is because of that uh, draw yesterday. City now, can afford to draw. Yeah, exactly, and that. Mm. You know, if 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 City do draw, to 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 be honest with you, if Liverpool won all their matches, I actually think City would have won all their matches. Um, but now we've drawn, I feel they might be now a bit too relaxed. They they they're either going to be too relaxed or too pressured. I don't know, maybe I'm clawing onto strings here, but we'll see. Basically, they just have to get points in both both games. Yeah. I don't know. I think Villa can pull it off, like 20% chance of it. I think it's more, to, to be honest, with West Ham pulling it off. I really do think their aerial threat will hurt Man City. 
Like, don't get I think me wrong. I mean, they'll get they'll get it from a free kick. If West Ham were to score, it'll be from a free kick. I reckon it'll be from a corner myself. I think if it's a free kick, Downing will get it on target and score last minute. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! Liverpool have won. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not over yet. It's really stupid to say it is. To be honest, it is still to play for. I mean. Uh, it's stupid to say that um, we are definitely going to win and it's stupid to say that we're definitely out yeah. for now. When you see Liverpool losing to Hull, anything can happen. When you see Victor Moses actually play for a club which is top of the league, anything <laughs> can happen. So I'm sti- I still think something could happen, you know. Uh, but, you know... That, that that's how football goes, really. I mean, it's not yeah, always. When one of what your you supposed deserve. better defenders score five own goals and you're still top of the league, that's saying something. Yeah. A certain defender. Shut up. You you <laughs> said that I don't hmm? criticize Skirtle enough. I I feel he was quite poor, to be honest. Yeah. Yesterday. To be fair. To be fair, everyone was bad. To be honest, even Sako didn't perform. I Plan I Allen didn't no. do too bad, to be honest. I think Allen was probably. Our third best player behind um, Gerard and Sturridge. Oh no, not Sturridge. Suarez. Suarez. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I felt Suarez in the first half was a little. Uh, how do you say? You know. Like last slow, slow. kind of like re- yeah. reaction times. You know, like mm-hmm. you 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 also usually see him. You know, going for balls which you know he's not gonna get, but he's running away anyway. He didn't do mm-hmm. that in the first half. Second half he did. To be fair to him, I mean he was ill, um, so you know that's my excuse anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, but if he was ill, then Rogers have got him off when we were training up. Sturridge can play that role very well. I think it's more if he was injured, he would take him off. If he was mm-hmm. ill, I don't think he would take him off. But the thing which makes me dispute if he was ill or not, would Rogers really risk the other players getting? Like the same, I don't know, is it cold? I don't know, I thought it was just odd that um, Rogers kept Suarez on, but took Sturridge off, when Sturridge was a bit more dangerous, I guess. I was really confused. He took even one of the strikers off, in in this case, mm-hmm. Sturridge. I really think if he wanted goals, I think he should You're have switched to a diamond formation. If If he wanted to secure, he would have put Agar on. Or something like that. Or well, not, not, not an attacking player. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we don't know what Rogers wants to do, and we are just um, watching from our TVs and all. We are not managers, but just from a on paper kind of view, if you want goals, you would have kept Sturridge on. You have taken Lucas off and put in Coutinho. Yep. So you have two deeper midfielders and four attacking players. But if you wanted to keep the trainer, you have brought on Agar, yeah, to secure the trainer win. But taking off Sturridge and bring on Coutinho is like not going anywhere. And then taking off Sterling for Moses is also not going anywhere. Yeah, I really didn't understand that substitution to be honest. Mm-hmm. You're taking out one goal-scoring threat for a ball-running winger. Wait, he's a, he's a football player. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Isn't he Nigeria's player of the year? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. 
Are Nigeria that bad? I think so. <laughs> I bet in Nigeria they can't miss open goals like him. Uh-huh. Well, to be fair, he was going to get closed down anyway. Mm, no, I, I wouldn't say that. He, he he just needed a toe poke on it and it would have been a goal. First. Your prediction for the Newcastle game? Let's go 7-0. Let's just wing it and go 7-0. Yep. I'm going to go for a 12-0 victory. <laughs> but we're not um, going to be a goal defense anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we we're going to win goal goal out. Mm-hmm. We're going to win the league by a point. Okay, in that goal case, mm-hmm. your prediction for the Man City versus Aston Villa game? Ah, I think City will win 2-1 and then they'll lose to West Ham 2-1. City will win 3-1 against Villa. Mm-hmm. But they'll slip up against Newcastle and lose 2-1. You mean West Ham? Shut up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, and I actually can see uh, Andy Carroll go. Because I-, I-, I think he does like Liverpool still, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he does score a winner, I'm going to go round his house. Well, outside his house. I doubt I'll be able to go inside. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna throw a party outside, you know what? Oh yeah, he's just... in London, isn't he? Yeah, All right. yeah, he's in London. So I'm just gonna go outside his house and just celebrate. <laughs> I was like, Andy's won the league. Wait, I think it's gonna be a one-one all the way up to ninety-four minutes, and then there'll be a corner, and then the ball rolls in slowly into the net. How good would it be? If Man City's like it was two one mm-hmm. to West Ham, ninety mm-hmm. eighth minute, West Ham score. I've got a question here. What's with Suarez cried? What's it, yeah. what's with the hate from other other fans? He's showing passion. Some fans complain that there isn't enough of that in football. What? I don't get it actually. I, um, I really don't. We saw John Terry cry um, during the Champions League final against yeah. United. No one hit the him for that. I, d- I do understand, to be honest, a little bit. If they laugh, turns to, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's a player from an opposition. It's a rivalry. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I laughed a little bit when Terry cried against <laughs> what's his, uh, Atletico. But mm-hmm. it's not shameful to cry. I mean... I really don't get that, to be honest. I, I don't know, it's just... I think it's just trying to hit back at him, really. Typical, it's just really. a lack he... of maturity, I guess. We'll be moving on to the questions now. And first question comes from Mike. Should Johnson still play for Liverpool with the form he is at the moment? To be honest, he can go. I don't... We, we can get someone better, to be honest with you. Yeah, probably with him and Enrique and Lucas, is that... Who do we sell them to? To to be honest with you, I I would keep Enrique. Okay. I I I just want to see how he plays after his injury. I, I I would like to see him at least in pre-season just to see how he plays. To be honest, I think he'll still stay. Both of them actually. I, I don't All three of them actually. I, I I can only see Lucas staying for one reason only. And that because we've got Champions League next year, we, we need, need depth. depth. So, mm-hmm. 
But, but I don't know. I mean, the, the problem with them is that um, if we do want to get rid of them, who do we get rid of them to? I mean, like Enrique, I could see maybe maybe a return to Newcastle, but yeah, I don't see why would they would. Yeah, but I don't see why they would need him now. And with Johnson, <laughs> who do you sell him to? Um, who I wants think Johnson Bromley at the football moment? club could be interested, but I'm not sure. You know, that could be above his level. Yeah, I think maybe conference teams. Maybe he could get into their teams, but I'm not 100%. I mean... So being England's first choice right back, it's not enough? Or... I don't know. In all seriousness, I I do think he could get into a top team. But when I say top team, I mean... Mid-table team? Maybe a a little bit more. I think he'll go back to West Ham if he ever leaves. Has Brendan Rodgers got a problem with Aga? We kind of discussed this... Already, I think it's more mm-hmm. of a... Saka hasn't Ten- really done anything too wrong. And as you said, Brendan Rodgers is one of their managers where he'll only drop someone if they have done something wrong. So. Yeah. Or if it's a te- tactical switch, like um, Coutinho got banned again. I, I do fear he's leaving in the summer. Yeah. Which is a bit weird. I mean, he's he's gone from vice captain to not getting games. I mean... I mean, him not getting games is um, quite expected, but I personally wouldn't sell him at all. I would keep him, Sako, and if we can get a good centre-back, partner Sako with that centre-back, and then have Skirter and Agar back up and rotate. Yeah. Well, but I, I don't know. I, I don't get the hate for Agar as well. I think he's quite underrated amongst the Liverpool folks. Oh, 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 yeah. When oh, he got outrun, I think it was against Southampton. When he got outrun, well, we, I, I, I actually remember when he got outrun against Soldado. He got ah yes, it was Soldado. Yeah, they were, they were going crazy. Yeah. One thing which he's really good at is his composure with the ball, and I think that's is good Sako for likes. a side like yeah. Liverpool. Mm-hmm. You, you need to have composure, especially when you're playing, you know, possession football. And he makes better decisions than Sako. Yeah, um, I think Jamie Carragher mentioned it uh, against Chelsea. He mentioned that um, it was Agger, if he was Agger, he would have made the pass to Flanagan or he would have made the run forward since it was, I think it was maybe 10 yards of space in, ahead of him. Oh, is, that when, it to... is that just before the Denver bar goal? Yes. Yeah. In general, it's just bad to pass sideways, especially when you're the last man. <laughs> Joe Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joe Allen. Oh, and yes, Skirtle uh, did that as well, I think. Against mate, City, like, a few mate, years ago. Oh well, yeah, but he's, he, he scored two goals against Arsenal. All is forgiven. Well, he's got five goals against Liverpool. Yeah, he's got, like, seven <laughs> goals for Liverpool, or six. So he has a goal difference of plus one or two. Those five goals could have, could have been the difference for us, you know. No, but that's so stupid. Like, three of those goals were literally <laughs> unavoidable. Unavoidable own goals. So. Excuses, Will Suarez leave Liverpool at the end of the season? Well, nope. I'm not an ITK, so I can't say. But I don't think he will, to be honest. Nope. Especially after really? he cried. That showed he had real passion for the club, in my opinion. Unless Real Madrid comes back for him... 
I don't think there's a chance at all he's leaving. I think Real Madrid is going for Falcao at the moment. Which centre-back would you buy next season from Anshul? I'm sorry, why the hell did Zuma go to Chelsea? It pisses me off every podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the Schalke centre-back? Howardess? Yeah. Papadopoulos? No, no, Howardess. Yeah, I see Howardess. That would be me. A lot Fine. of people are um, talking about Hummels, though. I would rather have That's him, something. to be honest. I think he'll be cheaper and more realistic to get. Because have they got champ- Champions League? Um, next season, I think, no. All oh, right. Well, I think it's so. um, Munich, Dortmund and Leverkusen. But centre-back, yep. I think Howardess or... I like to say Hummels, but... I don't think we're looking that far ahead. We're going to probably end up with Stephen Cocker, I guess. I, I don't mind him, but... They are, yeah, they are better out there, but I wouldn't mind Cocker as well. Would you buy Mika Richards? Um, I would, but not for 8 million and not for high wages either. Yep, exactly what I was thinking. Maybe I mean, five, He'll be six. an excellent backup. But exactly, he's a backup. I, I, I'm not going to spend eight million pounds on a backup, to be honest. Five million max. Oh no, six million max. Mhm. Probably, yeah, probably six million. Yeah, somewhere around there. Is Barinha good enough third choice striker? I believe so, to be honest. Yep, hundred yeah. percent. Um, if he had one minute alone in a room with Victor Moses. What would you do? <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a lot of beeping, isn't it? You're gonna just yeah, beep out everything. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna beep everything. I would just no, no. You know what? No, I'll first say, "Oh, mate, uh, do you want to have a quick interview for the website?" And like, yeah, sure. Have a quick interview, then beat him up. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but okay. In all seriousness, I do feel a bit for Victor Moses. I'm, I don't like him at all, mm. but I do feel some some of the hate he, he's getting is a bit unfair in terms of he was never a really good player anyway, and his football, how do you say, his style on the wing doesn't suit mm. us. Um, he was good at Palace though. I didn't at watch him at he, was, he dropped off at. Wigan and dropped off again at Chelsea. I don't feel he dropped off at Wigan, to be honest. I don't know. I I think he wasn't as good as when he was at Palace. I I I, I didn't watch him at Palace, so I can't really say. That's it for this episode. Yeah, so let's hope for a win against Newcastle. Let's pray that City drop points. Hopefully, uh, when our next podcast is released. You'll be celebrating with the title. But like I said, don't get your hopes up. Thank you and good night. Good night.